Alright driver, make sure everything is where you want it. Reach up there and pull those belts tight one more time. Going green next time, bye. This is the Scrubbing Tires Podcast. like Brian Sanders beat Casey Wiggins to be the first viewer on tonight. So <laughs> love that. So Brian Sanders, uh, for the day. Uh, anyway, uh, we are back again, or I guess uh, two thirds of the gang here. Um, obviously we we're missing George last week with good reason for the Avs game. And now we're missing Jake with good reason uh, for uh, Hawaii. Hawaii. Yeah. So, Maybe, you know, maybe next week I'll shake it up and I'll be gone and, and tune in from somewhere cool, you know, like uh, the podcast room, just not actually podcasting. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, introductions as always, Brandon Hall, um, creator and host of the Scrubbing Tires podcast and the driver of the 3H Legend car. And I'll pass it over wrong way again to there you this go. guy. Oh, yeah, I got it right. I never uh... will. <laughs> I am uh, Jordan Smith. I'm the official beer drinker, but not today. I uh, switched it up because I ran out of beer. It's still alcohol. This is this is what I got. I got Mike's uh, Mike's Hard Red Freeze. It's it's like an energy drink style, and it's it's got some booze in it, so it's it's oh. kind of tasty. I'm not two great things for your body: energy and alcohol at the same time. You you just couldn't like slam these, though. You know what I mean? Like, you mm. couldn't go just, like, pump one after another after another. That just ain't gonna happen. There's about one, one and a half, and be like, okay, I'm good. You yeah. know? Like the old uh, Four Locos back in the day. The Four Locos, <laughs> or, you know, you get, like, a fishbowl, you know? And yeah. it's just like, you get six sips in, you're just like, oh, okay, yep. I'm, I'm, I think I'm about to have The warning diabetes. label says if you have one more, <laughs> you'll die. Right, exactly. Good times. <laughs> Sign the waiver. Right. Uh, all right. So back again, episode 35. It's every time we keep going up, it's just incredible to think how many previous episodes we've done. Uh, growing and growing. And uh, we appreciate everybody tuning in and listening. Um, anyway, so we'll get started. We titled this one um, Million Dollar Blaney. And uh, obviously with good reason, we don't have too much local stuff to talk about. Um, some local drivers traveled abroad and we'll get that uh get to that here in a second but uh, obviously a big weekend xfinity trucks the all-star race all that good stuff so without further ado um we'll get into it and uh, i'll pass to jordan for the uh, listener pen shout out if we have one but also a uh i'll let jordan say this but uh very very sad news obviously in uh coming out of the state of texas today so right yeah and, and that's more or less we're gonna kind of go to more or less is reaching out to those uh those families man i can't even like we were just sitting here talking about it before we started the podcast and you know i have three kiddos at home i have two twin girls and then my girlfriend's son hunter and i just can't even imagine what those people are going through at this point right now like it just it's unfathomable so you know uh our from myself brandon and i know everybody watching you know everything goes out to you guys and and Mm -hmm. down there in texas and you know we're thinking about you we're praying about you and you know i know it's going to be really hard for them to sleep tonight um i I, again i can't even imagine but um our hearts go out to them 
and uh, you know the shameless act that happened and uh, yeah so i mean that's all i can say our condolences and and just let them know that we're here for them and and thinking about them and everything else so yeah and to your point i know that a pod, <clears throat> excuse me a podcast uh, a couple hundred miles north here in colorado is not going to help what happened yeah. but uh just unfortunate to you know open any social media or whatever however you first saw it and continue to see these things um, we could talk on and on and on and on about why we think these things happen and how we we could stop them but at the end of the day um you know 18 children's lives and and three adult lives were lost today regardless of how it happened so uh yeah like as george said hearts go out to them prayers um and uh just just very unfortunate but um like we said uh the race weekend at cns got canceled um so we had a a couple folks uh we had jace hansen holly clark cody dempster uh that i know of traveling Mm -hmm. abroad to the sunny state of california uh, to take their talents um, outside of Colorado. And uh, shout out to all three of those drivers. Uh, Holly Clark, especially, um, got the quick time there at Irwindale. So, yeah. So, anywhere you go, well, after the inversion, but uh, anywhere you go and sit, sit quick time, um, hats off to that young lady. So, and Jace Hansen uh, drove the wheels off that thing from all accounts and uh, had some issues post-race, but nevertheless, Anytime you finish well inside the top five. Um, so shout out to all the local mm-hmm. uh, Colorado drivers um, for their efforts in uh, Irwindale this this last weekend. So, right. Um, all right. Uh, with that, we'll move on to the only other racing that we had going on uh, this last weekend. And we had all three, as I mentioned, NASCAR uh, higher series, right, uh, running at Texas Motor Speedway. So I'll, of course, lead off to uh, the Camping World Truck Series. So I watched this a little bit on uh, Friday. Then we went out to dinner, and I didn't catch the uh, last half of it. But uh, regardless, you had the SpeedyCash.com 220 at Texas uh, with the trucks. Um, Just kind of give you a rundown. Um, No one really cares about qualifying because they never uh, finished that way anyway. So (laughs) I'll get into uh, the race. Again, um, just like the the previous uh, couple of weeks, I believe in the truck series, obviously they took a week off, so on and so forth. But the Toyotas in the truck series are just um, continuing to dominate um, KBM trucks and associated trucks, right? Uh, so you had uh, the 66 of Ty Majeski uh, in fifth. Carson Hosevar was your only Chevy in the top five coming in fourth. Uh, Ryan Priest making a couple one-off appearances um, like he has in the past. Talented open-wheel modified driver from the Northeast. He finished third. And Christian Eckes, KBM truck, like I mentioned, finished second in the 98. And then uh, even though he drives a Toyota, uh, Stuart Friesen, love his background, love his story. Uh, You know, every time since they've been going to Bristol Dirt, his wife jumps in one of those hot rods and, and tries to get in the show. Pretty cool to see just a complete racing family. From top to bottom, he's running as modified all across the country. Seems like a, a, a Kyle Larson 2.0, if you will, just racing three, four times a week and then hopping in the truck um, every time they they uh, show up to the track. So Stuart Friesen was your winner. Um, seemed pretty uneventful. Um, like I said, I didn't watch the whole thing. I just watched the start and then heard what happened at the uh, at the end. But, yeah, that was your uh, speedycash.com 220 in Texas for the trucks. And uh, passed it off to Jordan for the Xfinity Series. Yeah, yo. 
All right, so we had the uh, SRS distribution 250 at Texas. Um, so yeah, I didn't get a chance to actually watch this uh, watch this race at all, really. But um, kind of caught some little bit of the highlights and whatnot um, afterwards. And I did notice that the uh, nine car took a uh, little bit of a smash in the rear end there. Yeah. He, posted, he posted a picture of that thing, and it was like, <laughs> man, yeah. ouch. That, well, and it it always sucks because Josh Berry got loose on the yeah, inside yeah. and came out the track and caused another car to get into Noah. But And that happens. You know what I mean? It's... Hey, uh, on that note, I thought it was astounding. Um, Noah Gregson got the pole for that race. First yeah. time in his career. I could not believe that. Is it really? First pole ever in his life huh. in the Xfinity Series. And he's been there how long now? What, two, yeah. three years? More than that, yeah. Damn. Yeah, I couldn't believe it either. But anyway, yeah. sorry. That's crazy. I didn't know that. Yeah. Anyways, uh, you had a couple cup drivers uh, making their way down to the Xfinity Series race this weekend. And so uh, coming in fifth was uh, Austin Hill. Uh, fourth was Justin Allgaier. Third was Sam Mayer. And then second was William Byron driving the 88 car. And then coming in first was Tyler Reddick in the 48. So, yeah, yeah. good job by him. And it was all yeah. Chevys across the board up front. <laughs> yeah. They, uh, That's crazy. They dominated that one for sure. Um, yeah. And, uh, like we said in the truck series with KBM, um, who's going to stop those JRM cars right. in the Xfinity? I mean, you, and William Byron, that's just the fifth car, you know, sponsored yeah. by Hendrick. But, uh, yeah, strong showing for the Chevys. Um, that one was actually kind of kind of wild. There's a lot of a lot of wrecking going on, and I think uh, Ryan Vargas blew up on, like, lap five. Yeah, Five, yeah, it was, I saw that. <laughs> and I don't think it was roasted. Right, well, and I was like, man, like, how does that happen? But they made a good point because he spun in qualifying. Yeah. So, and obviously you can't make any changes to the car. So right. all those RPMs from spinning probably tweaked something, right? So good point. Very well. Um, yeah. Um, uh oh, says Mark Brimkin says we're freezing. Oh, I think we're uh -oh. freezing. That's a bummer. Yeah. Give us a thumbs up if you can still see us and hear us. <laughs> Both phone and computer. Bummer. Nope, nope. Just, <laughs> just you. All right. Well, we apologize, Mark Bremkamp. Um, not sure we have good internet here. Knock on wood. Um, knock on wood. We're doing That's good. Uh, all right, and then we'll get into the final series of NASCAR that uh, raced this this last weekend. Um, it was obviously a non points paying event, the uh, All Star Race at Texas. We'll get into more uh, drama. I guess, if you will, and our, kind of our, <laughs> our thoughts and opinions on this whole thing. Um, anyway, um, I thoroughly enjoyed the qualifying format. That was pretty much it. Um, but like I said, we'll get, in, we'll get into that more later. Uh, regardless, uh, you had the Open. Uh, the winner of each stage obviously um, made their way into the uh, actual all-star all race. And then you had the fan vote, which the fans voted. Um, Eric Jones, not, not to say I don't like him. Um, but, uh, yeah, I thought, you know, another driver might get that, like a Corey LaJoy or, or someone like that, but regardless, Eric Jones, um, a vote is a vote. So he got right. into the big show. Um, the format was crazy. I'm not going to, um, dive into all that. Uh, when the, um, dust settled, so to speak, uh, Daniel Suarez, uh, finished fifth, Joey Logano fourth, Austin Cindric third, Denny Hamlin second, and Ryan Blaney had to win the, win the damn thing twice, but he got it done and uh, kind of a, a wild uh, finish, um, if you will. But yeah, that was kind of your all-star 
rundown of the weekend, um, and we'll get into uh, that more in depth here. Um, sounds like, yeah, still wee man having an issue. So yeah. we're glad it's not everybody else. <laughs> no, no, no wonder it rained. All those tears from Denny Hamlin just soaked my. Oh, mom. got him. Oh, 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 too soon. too soon. Too soon. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we're, we're going to dissect that here in uh, just a second because, hey, we got nothing else to talk about, right? We didn't hey. have any local racing going on due to Mother Nature. Yeah. Um, that was so, crazy. Yeah. Oh, so that, crazy. that was crazy. I, I, Went to bed just to touch on that. Went to bed, um, yeah. What was that? Friday night, and you know, it it was touching the ground, but it wasn't like sticking. And I'm like, oh, this is gonna be one of those storms. Like, oh, they call mm -hmm. for 12 inches and right. wake up and there's nothing. And they got up the next morning. It was six o'clock in the morning, and girlfriend yep. got up and she goes, "Oh shit!" Excuse my yeah. French. And I goes, "What?" She goes, "There's like 12 inches outside." I'm like, "You're lying." And then. Yeah, sure thing. Yeah, that was not fun. Last couple of tree branches and yeah, yeah. Hey, shout out to uh, CNS and whoever makes that decision because that not only the moisture, right, but just being at the track in like, oh. five degree weather and then mm -mm. getting down in the thirties like that wouldn't have been fun for anybody mm -mm. involved. So, mm -hmm. um, as much as it sucks to have a race postponed or I hope postponed, right, not just canceled, but uh, kudos, hats off to the CNS staff because that would have not been fun for anybody, right? So um yeah all right well uh let's hear from our uh lovely young ladies at uh, team denver homes and then we'll get into uh some drama how about it let's do it <laughs> what's going on scrub and tires listeners this is michael and goodart with team denver homes remax professionals we know the real estate market has been crazy the past couple years and this year is no different that is why you need an agent who knows how to navigate this market and properly represent clients with their best interests in mind whether you are buying or selling a home or just curious about the local market, I would love to offer my support and services. We are a top producing team in the greater Denver area that specialize in luxury, first-time home buyers, and investment properties. We will get you matched up with the right agent for your needs. After all, real estate is the best investment you can buy. Feel free to reach out to me at any time via phone call, text, or email. I look forward to connecting with you soon. No, Jordan wasn't enjoying that one. Uh, <laughs> I had like makeshift maracas. Just there you go. Uh, <laughs> great news if you're uh, looking to buy a home currently. The uh, market is starting to, I won't say flatline, but it's it was like straight up and down. If there was such a graph, just, yeah. but uh, it's starting to a little bit plateau. So forty five degree angle now. Yeah, forty five degree angle <laughs> instead of ninety. Yeah, I know those two angles. So anyway. Uh, him up if you're uh, looking by yourself. All right, uh, Jordan, why don't you lead us off on oh. this uh, great segment? All right, so we got the uh, green flag, black flag. We haven't done this in a little while, so I know. I was just gonna say, I, I always look forward to these. These are always fun. So, anyways, uh, this is where we uh, ask each member of our panel here, if you will, uh, a question, and then we will respond to each other's questions, whether we like it or dislike it by green flag or black flag. And then we'll give our opinion based on the question. So I will kick this shindig off. So being that we didn't race last weekend um, and we got an upcoming race this weekend and being that we're a part of the gam crew, this will be our third night of racing. And I know that there has been some questions. I know I've heard a lot of chatter just from talking to some other drivers and other people at the track uh, about tires and the tire situation. 
I don't have any scoop on it, so I'm not gonna. I'm not even <laughs> breaking going news. There. Yeah, breaking news. I'm not. Jordan has 35 guy. sets of Hoosier 970s. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> um, but yeah, we don't know what the tire situation. But just hypothetically speaking, that it gets into a situation where we can't get them or whatnot. Is it about time that we start to consider other options, including soaking the tires, to possibly give us just something? You know what I mean? Just just something to entice us to get back on the track because I know Wait, that everybody's not doing that. I guess not. <laughs> but anyways, uh, I know that, uh, you know, like I said, there's been some chatters with some of the drivers and people are contemplating and if we can't get tires. They're not going to run because they're not going to risk it. You know what I mean? And I, I, hats off to them because I completely agree. You know, if, I'm not going to blow a tire doing 100 and something miles an hour going in turn one and sail it off. So, um but again, all hypothetical. But if in that situation, what what do you think? Green flag or black flag? Um, so I guess this is like a 15-part um, question, right? Um, so given what we've heard with Hoosier in general and then them only giving a select few distributors, a couple sets here and there, da-da-da-da-da, the list goes on. We could have a whole uh, episode just on Hoosier and the tire situation, but uh i mean i feel like at some point we're gonna have to do something right or else and we'll just we'll just go cns specific here right we won't talk about any other track or, or anything like that or any other right. state so like you mentioned the games are coming up on race three this weekend double uh, header two yeah double header double header. um is it really we got well it's a it's a special night so we have Two mains. Oh. oh, I did not know that. Makes okay. it even more well, There you go. Yeah, there you go. All right. Add that to the equation. Here we go. Um, <laughs> so coming up on race three and four, technically, four. or one big three. Um, and then, you know, every other class is thereabouts. Um, you're going to have to do something, right? You've had drivers say, Hey, I'm, I'm not going to run this race or I'm only going to run X, Y, Z races. I'm in the same boat, different class, but like, you know, we're all, I wasn't fortunate enough to have sticker tires to begin the year. And so I'm already, you know, a step behind everybody and the more laps you put on them, the worse they get, yada, yada. So long story short, I think to expand the life or extend the life of the tire, the track, and I'm talking CNS specific because I'm not branching out here, is going to have to do something. If you want race car drivers at your track, and, I, and I'll back up, if you want safe racing at your track, you're going to have to do something, right? Because like George said, we can't go out there on, on ball tire. And I know if you have a ball tire and then you soak it, you're not really gaining anything. Right. But, well, and you're, you're not, it's, it makes it softer. So it actually, to this point, it does wear it out, but it's more or less put grip back in the tire. Right. It, and even just something as simple as putting down some traction on the, put down some spray, give, give some grip yeah. to the, that PJ one, the track. Yeah. Like <laughs> something, you know what I mean? Just something right. to help, help us out. Cause so we're not slipping right. and sliding all over the place. Yeah. Like, so yeah, you got, you, you got two buckets here. You got right. the tires are going to be bald and there's nothing that's going to fix right. that. And then you got right. mid, mid to a little bit worn out tires, right. That we know, we're not going to get a replacement set anytime soon is what we've been told. So what can we do to extend, like I said, the grip in that tire 
if it's already gone, the life's gone, whatever. But the grip in that tire, 100% I'm green flag on this because you're going to end up with people not driving as hard as they could, especially that right rear and that right front. I mean, if you're if you're baby footing it, oh, I can't burn it up because we don't have nothing to replace it. I think adding, you know, the soaking aspect and, and so on, um, you're going to have to do something because pretty soon – there's going to be practice tires out there for the main. And we, and we saw it, right. I mean, <clears throat> excuse me, just from the first night of the games, um, you know, the, the qualifying times to the second race. Yeah. And I know track temperatures and everything were different, but there's already fall off. So what is this weekend going to be? It's just going to continue to move the wrong direction as far as lap times and, and uh, so on and so forth. So I'm, I'm green fly. We got to do something. And, we talked about it here on on past episodes of, oh, well, let's hit up American Tire or Goodyear. And and from what I've read, everybody's in the same boat, um, more or less. Boat. Yeah, with materials, nobody wanting to work, people wanting paid more to work and so on. And I mean, I don't see it getting any better anytime soon. So green flag. I mean, I know that was a long, drawn out um, answer, but we got to do something. Hey. I got no problem making some phone calls, a bunch of different people around the United States. I, I I'll, I'll make a trip down to Oklahoma and pick up, you know, 15 sets of nine seventies if I need to just saying, well, yes. And then that goes into it. Like, I know we're kind of derailing here, but this is a, a, uh, you know, we, sometimes you got to talk about stuff that's uncomfortable. Right. So why can't we go to, like you said, in Oklahoma, why can't we go, source these tires elsewhere that's, that's more or less just trying to if if you could, if somebody could find an option you know what i mean i if like hey i found somebody in new york city that said they'd be willing to ship us tires mm-hmm. are you cool with that you know what i mean like it's just and that goes back to the point that we previously talked about just being open to any and all options at that point and not just being so stringent like nope we're doing it this way and this is the way it's only going to be um, you know, I mean, if somebody's willing to figure some help, help figure the situation out, I mean, why wouldn't you be open to it? You know? Yeah. I mean, maybe well, that's just me. yeah, no, I, I totally agree. And another thought is too, you know, if, if the track or tracks can't purchase hundred tires, right. For a class, well then maybe see what you can do. See how many total cars are there every week and maybe just give them one or two. Right. I mean, one sucks like putting it on the right rear mm. but if you could do two put them on the right side that's yeah. better than you know nothing anything. so nothing which I, I i have a feeling that's probably way it's gonna go you know like towards the end of last year it was uh um you know we only got two but then like more or less like I, that's where i think the transparency needs to come in like they just need to be overly transparent just be like look it's not looking good but we're thinking about giving you guys two tires so that way we can just plan accordingly Right. You know what I mean? Because then some guys, I mean, they might switch up some things, you know, with the tires that they got and just figure it out. But at least we yeah. know, you know, just a little bit more transparency would be nice. I mean, it's just yeah. I know that we get the same schmiel in the driver's meeting about, well, out world out guys, they're only getting one tire. Well, that's nice for them. What does that have to do with us? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah, exactly. I mean, like I, I understand the situation. Us. I understand the situation, but not, just yeah, be real with us here. Just yeah. be real. So, yeah, so, we got to do something right because. Uh, right pretty soon when we start getting into the week five and sixes for each class um it's going to be troublesome to find a good car count um yeah that's my worry which obviously i mean 
correct me if I'm wrong, um, will decrease the fans in the stands. You know, when there's five cars in a series, they don't, they're not, unless they're family or close friends with a driver that showed up, like it's just bad for, bad for the whole sport. And it's, we're not pointing fingers here. Right. But we got to do something. We got to try all avenues. Like, you know, 2020, the pandemic year, look what every sports organization did throughout the year. They tried something different to make it work. Not saying this is the pandemic, but it's uh, unprecedented times with tires. um, And we got to do something. Right. Got to do something. I'll get it figured out. You know, I mean, just have to kind of roll with the punches, but more or less just, yeah, posing that question. So anyways, long story. There you go. Um, <laughs> You're like, Brandon, shut Yeah. <laughs> we we went long on that one. So what's your, what's your green flag, black flag? Hey, we uh, we don't have much to talk about, so we can go on all night. <laughs> we can make the black the green flag, black flag True. take uh, an hour and a half. We'll, we'll, just, we'll just take Jake's place. I'll come up with it. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Yeah. He would probably talk about something local, too. So we <laughs> couldn't have um, So mine is um, not local. I like the uh, collaboration that we all have. We, usually one of us talks about something local. The other talks about national series. Um, and that's exactly what I'm going to do and follow suit there. So, um, like I said, talking about the NASCAR recap, um, if you didn't catch the last lap of the all-star race, um, two things. Okay. So normal NASCAR sanctioned tracks and NASCAR, um, if the leader crosses the start finish line and accepts the white flag, the next flag to end the race, it's over, whether that's yellow, checkered, red, whatever. Mm-hmm. Okay. So they went and switched it up on them for the all-star race. So they said that the race could not un- end under yellow. So basically the leader had to cross the start finish line while the checkered flag was out, or they're going to re-rack them and do it as many times as they want, I guess. Um, so that ended up um, happening. I, I don't even know the distance, right? Blaney was coming to the to the uh, checkers and the race director threw on the uh, light switch, yellow light switch. And uh, he thought he won the race. So did I, so did everybody, so did his crew. So he proceeds to unbuckle his window net and, you know, get ready for the burnout and the whole nine yards. So then they come back on the radio and say the race isn't over. And they, then they actually deemed, you know, and they went back replays and sure shooting. He, uh, Caution came out with like a hundred feet left before he crossed the start finish line. So it's less than that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was like, so fast. Right and I, I mean, I feel terrible for Blaney. That was incredible. But anyways, um, my green flag, black flag is um, should NASCAR have let Ryan Blaney come down pit road, secure his window net. And there's a, it's two part, right? They could have let him come down pit road, secure his window net, lose his position or keep his position. So green flag, black flag, should they have let him come down pit road? So this is kind of a tricky one. So, and I'm, and I'm going to follow this up by some more questions because I didn't, Same. I didn't quite fully understand it, I guess, from, you know, watching the highlights of it. Cause I was, I didn't watch the full race. Um, so did they obviously knew about the rule beforehand? The, um, the whole thing about it wasn't going to end under yellow no matter what yes. they obviously know. But okay. So there's that aspect to it. Right. And then NASCAR didn't come on the horn until after obviously he had 
made his follow-up laps. So then did he ever get the window net back up? When so he took the green again, how did he get the window back? How so he, he was, up? he was fighting with it and he had a couple points during the, during the caution laps, the pace laps, he had both hands up there. I saw so that. Yeah. He was driving with his knees, uh, you know, apparently, and, and you have to maintain the, the pit road or not the pit road, but the, the pace caution speed. speed yeah, yeah. Or else you'll lose your position. Um, so what he did is basically he couldn't get it and his and his crew was on the horn telling him hey do this do that but you know it's almost impossible to do it especially those kind of window nets those are you know buttoned up pretty snugly but to answer your question he got the rear the bar in there but he couldn't secure the the front with mm. the strap okay. so basically the bar was just in the rear hole and okay. then he basically it was held up it was not tight at all it was just kind of sitting there sitting there and then he put his hands back on the wheel and they were on the back stretch and NASCAR was like, all right, we're going green. So he had like a quarter of the track to clean off his tires and get ready. So, okay. So now I got the scene. All right. So a should never be ever a situation like that. Like that's a safety issue. Like should have never taken the green flag period, whether you, and this is all on NASCAR, in my opinion. This is all on NASCAR at that point. You either you make the call, you say, okay, you got to come down and fix that, but we're not giving you a position back mm-hmm. or your point, or yeah, or you give him your position back. Whether do I think he should have gotten it back? Yes, because I, again, I think that was NASCAR's fault. Race should have been over. He was like, oh. why did they even throw the yellow flag? Because the Cause dude, Ricky it, Stenhouse it was, just barely scraped the wall and they. And that's my problem with NASCAR too. And this kind of going to go off derails a little bit too. <laughs> we got but time. We got time. NASCAR was so anxious to throw the yellow flag for anything that happens on the track. Guy mm-hmm. spins out and he gets going and they're throwing the yellow. Mm-hmm. Like why? Yeah. Why are you throwing the yellow? They, they're so anxious to throw that yellow flag. And then I will say there are certain sometimes where they don't. And then you're like, why aren't you throwing the yellow flag? <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Like they're so, they're so uncoordinated and just so – well, and, and to that point, they I thought they did a great job. There was, I think, one or two times in the Xfinity race the day before where a car would spin out and they didn't throw it. He was out, right. out of the racing group. He got it back, ride it again. And I was like, I applaud you, NASCAR. And then a day later, they're they, doing they do that for a car that scraped the wall. And they're on and and you're on the white flag. And mm-hmm. he's hundred, like you said, a hundred feet from the checkered. What yeah. are you throwing the yellow floor? The race is over. He's going to slow down. Everybody else yeah. is going to slow down as soon as they hit the, well, and not to they mention, hit the line. You know, you could argue, you know, they say the Daytona 500 is the biggest race and yada, yada. But this is the all-star race. This is supposed to be the the slam dunk, if you will, of the season, right? The, the sport's best, blah, 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 blah. And then we end up having conversations during the week about this. So and To be honest with you, nobody really cares about this weekend anyways. Like no, it's, uh, no, nobody, nobody cares. So then why are you, why are you messing it up? Like just, yeah. you're, you're shooting yourself in the foot here. They're yeah. trying to make it an event to like test out different things. You remember when they did the lights under the car, move the numbers back. Like they're doing things to like try different things out. And that's what they did with this whole yellow flag rule, obviously. Yeah. Going to Texas. Yeah. I mean. <laughs> like, come on, just stick to the rule plan. You know, just, do it like you normally would. Like, don't don't screw around. If you're going to change the rule, change it at the beginning of the season and keep it for the whole year through any yeah. race. It doesn't matter. Because then this type of situations happen. Like, I understand, Blaney, you should have known the rule. But well, at the same time, like, 
if he didn't, I would have done the same thing. He's right there before the start finish. He's going 180 he's, mile an hour. Yeah, and it just thinking like he won that, the so. race, and so he, you know, got on the horn. Oh yeah, you won! Great, awesome. Okay, cool. Take the win just on that down. Start waving the <laughs> waving at babies up in the stands. Right. You know? Exactly. So right. I I can't particularly blame him for that situation, but uh, but again, it goes back to NASCAR. So I would say. Um, I would say green flag in that particular situation because they screwed up. They should have let him come down and put the window net back up, get your butt back out there, and then let's let's finish this. Right. You know. No, so. no, I agree. I'm I'm immediately when it happened, I was thinking, you know, this doesn't happen every race. This is a weird deal that happened. Obviously, and we'll dive into that in a minute. But second place, third place, fourth place. They're going to be pissed off like, oh, that dumbass took his window net down. Get him out of there. Right. right. And I could see it from that point of view. But at the end of the day, this is a safety hazard. Yeah. If you, that's number one. Yeah. If you go back to the 1970s, I want to say 78, 79, when Richard Petty, you know, barrel rolled. I can't remember the track. Darling. And he was yeah hanging out of the car. Yep. The reason why window nets got implemented, not saying that. That would have happened. Still doing 180 mile an hour. Exactly. And if <laughs> and if something were to happen, and yeah, we yeah. don't even want to think about what could have no. happened, right? But I just think they should have done that from a safety aspect. And I I uh, applaud NASCAR. Scott Miller, the race director, afterwards publicly um, said, "Hey, we we messed up. We flipped the the switch on a little prematurely, and we own that. And it is what it is. So okay, you accepted yeah. that." So let's make it right. Let's make every single driver safe after after you messed up. Because right. clearly there was a car that was in question. And, and it's not like they couldn't see it. Oh, yeah. And they were, ju- they were just wait. I mean, obviously, we weren't in the headsets. We don't know the communication that was going on, except for what the fo- Fox broadcast was letting us hear. But right. NASCAR was just kind of like waiting, like, hey, you're going you gonna to figure this out or what? And then he gets it fixed. And they're like, okay, we're going green. Like, right. it was just very... Yeah. Shouldn't have even been a question. They, they, you know, the communication that was going back and forth between him and the team. And he's, I can't get this sucker up. You know, immediately at that point, they should have been like, okay, bring it in. Yeah. No question. Should have immediately said that. There shouldn't have even Mm -hmm. been an, oh, well, did he get it? No. How is he going to get it? He's strapped into the freaking seat. Like, he's not going to get it. No, he's not going to get it. Like, you know how hard it is. You know how hard it is. I know yeah. how hard it is to get those damn, damn window nets up sometimes. It's just like, there's no freaking way. Yeah. So, so yeah. I don't know. Whatever. Very, very weird. But um, NASCAR, I tell you. Yeah. So, and on that note, um, Denny Hamlin's comments after the race, of course, agreeing that uh, they should have black flag Blaney, blah, 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 blah. Just. He sounds like I a mean, St. Louis Blues fan. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think it's just a, a cliche with the JGR. And hey, um, I got that right. Last week I struggled saying JGR. You can ask Jake. I said it about 16 times. I couldn't get it. Um, it's an, a cliche, I feel like, with the JGR drivers. They just cry. Any like, any, any opportunity. Had that been him, you know what I mean? The other way around. Oh, yeah. Had he been out front, he'd have been pissing and moaning. Ah, they should have let me do that. You're right. Shut up. Yeah. Just shut up. Exactly. Well, and the cool thing is, is I'm glad that Blaney won that because it wasn't like he just backed in to that win as another JGR reference. He literally beat their ass 
Yeah. Both times, right? Before yeah. the caution came out and then afterwards, he just drove away from them all. I think he had a three second lead before the caution came out. Like in that, in any form of race, in three seconds is a long time. And That's especially right. at the pissed. highest level. Yeah. yeah. And he, Hamlin got a good old fashioned ass whooping and he wanted to be like, no, he just doesn't deserve to win because he took his window net down. Da, 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 da. I mean, so he did I, go on Twitter and he said something. It was like, um, well, it was you response know, it was, to Dale Jr.'s tweet, but right, yeah, it was like a it was a win for Blaney, but it was a loss for NASCAR. Right. Like, well, then, why couldn't you say that in the beginning and just be like, yeah, just be be real about it, just be personal about <laughs> it, just be like, you know what, they screwed up. It's not his fault. But then, right. yeah, you, you make it sound the other way around, like it was his fault, and oh, he, I'm gonna cry. Yeah, exactly I should have won that did. race. Like, yeah. shut no, up. Like, no, you got beat. <laughs> yeah, so, exactly. I don't know. Um, but yeah, that was uh, some drama there. And like I said, hey, keeps us talking on podcasts and throughout the week <laughs> on various TV shows and, and so on. So, um, yeah. Yeah, you See, lost. Hope, hope, yeah, hopefully that lost. does not happen again. So we're not, they're not in that predicament because not good. Just look right. like an absolute shit show from NASCAR's end. So, yeah, and it was. It, 100%. It was just clueless on their, on their part, just not making right. that call and just... Again, keeping the driver safe. That's the number one priority is keeping the driver safe. Could you, yeah. Again, you imagine what kind of news that would have had oh. had he wrecked that car and something would have oh. happened to him. There, oh my there. God. Like Denny, Denny Hamlin was right. There would have been lawsuits and all kinds oh, of mess. If, 100%. Yeah. And they, I mean, we already, we saw some nasty spills with Ross Chastain hydroplaning yeah, off Kyle airborne. Larson, getting yeah. into Chase Elliott. I mean, if you look at the Chase Elliott before, you know, we, I shut up and we move on. <laughs> if you look at the Chase Elliott wreck, uh, in stage two or whatever it was when Chastain hit him and he did a 180 and went driver's side into the fence. If that, that would have been Blaney or a window net was down, I mean, I'm not saying their head could have, you know, whatever, but we don't want to, we don't want to no, speculate. Don't what wanna, happen. Don't so, let's, so let's not put him in that situation. And, and it's not so much that I, I think that have, have the driver going in, you know I mean? They're pretty damn secure in those things nowadays. Like mm-hmm. they're, they're tight. It's more or less something coming in the race car at that point now, too. Yeah. You, you know, you hit a wall. There's games. all kinds of debris stuff flying around. You know, what What breaks spindle and spindle comes up through the, through the window net. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you never know. Something stupid mm-hmm. like that. Well, in, in uh, listening to Door Bumper Clear earlier, they were talking about that nasty spill back in, I can't remember what year it was, when Jerry Nadu hit his, when he went, driver's side i believe it was in the the inside wall looped around and smacked it i believe his head did hit the wall from from that and you know he had he was pretty much done racing after that thankfully he's yeah, somewhat fine that. it was on the front stretch yeah, yeah so i mean again we're you know i don't mean to beat a dead horse here but like hey if there's a safety thing bring that driver or drivers and get it fixed and not just be like everybody's like um what do we do here and then, right. oh, all of a sudden he's got it attached. It's not secured. It's attached. But, oh, okay, we're good. Go green. Like, you, no, that's probably not the answer. Do you remember that one, speaking of this, the spills at Texas? Do you remember the one, um, what was that driver's name? He drove the double zero Aaron's oh, car. Oh, uh, David Rudiman. Rudiman. When he, I remember watching that when I was in college. I, I was sitting was there dead. watching that qualifying when he went into that turn. And, uh-oh, and I yeah. way he smoked that wall. He, I mean, he hit that wall just barely into turn one and he didn't stop rolling until he was out of turn two it was incredible i thought he was dead (laughs) and for him to get up out of that could you imagine Uh, now again had that been blaney 
No. I mean, the inertia and the, and the G's that occurs. Yeah. I mean, you, even not even like full body, but like an arm or something like, that, yeah, like, a, like Richard Petty. Like, yeah, because you're not you're not locked in like in quarter midgets. They got your they got your mm -hmm. elbow braces yeah. and stuff like that. You're attached to the steering wheel, basically. Yeah. But yeah, not here. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We NASCAR, you got to do better about that. Don't call cautions that don't need to be. And we wouldn't be talking about this. <laughs> if there's a safety violation, get it fixed, whether they get their position back or not. We can't be we can't be talking about these kind of things. So oh yeah. Better yet, don't change your rules. Yeah. <laughs> For one race. For one race. <laughs> Just keep them as they are. What people yeah. are used to. Don't be dumb. Yeah. So anyways. when the leader takes the white, the next flag ends the race. Ends the race. Doesn't matter. Yeah. It's it, all star it's, race, doesn't matter. Everybody, it's ingrained in every short tracks, hopefully, if they have that rule um in their minds, and, and then we're good. So oh. anyway. All right. Good topic there. Good stuff. All right. We'll uh, we'll hear from uh, one of our other presenting partners, Citywide Banks. And then we got a little treat for you that we um, did not announce um, that we're going to um, get to in our next segment. Jordan's favorite. Give me some loving. So be thinking of those comments, questions for Jordan and myself. And uh, we got a little treat for you. So uh, here we go. And I got so ahead of myself, I forgot to tell you all about um, our friends at Citywide. So I'll play that after. Um, give me some love. So anyway. I was going to say, you just went right into that. One. I was like, oh, never hey, mind. Uh, I, I got excited for our little treat. So <laughs> without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, who is ready to see the other third of this three thirds oh, of the Scrum no. Tires podcast? I don't want to see ready, him George? drinking a Bahama Mama. All right, here he is, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> hey. Uh, hey, what's up? It's not well, cool. uh, goofing up on uh, one of our presenting partners is what I'm doing. I know. I was like, shoot, the, the perfect timing. And then all of a sudden, I was like, give me some love. And I go, okay, I guess hey. not, huh? Well, maybe I saved it for you since they're the, <laughs> the sponsor on the race car. Why don't you give the fans a uh, little lowdown on Citywide well, Banks? Well, I mean, you you said a Bahama Mama. We're we're getting ready for Luau, so I, I feel like you should play the video so I can go get my Bahama Mama real fast. Oh god! All right, I can uh, I can do that. All right, let's try this again. <laughs> Our friend at Citywide Banks. You spent countless hours in the garage with your dad. Now investing in that old car and working on it with your son reminds you of him, and his legacy lives on. Fund your passion with a low interest home equity line of credit from Citywide Banks. All right. There we go. There we go. Where's your drink? What's uh, well, hot there? It actually isn't too bad. Not bad at all. It's like 75, 80, you know, slightly humid, sunny, golfing. Golfing. You know what it is here? Yeah. <laughs> Shot an 83 today. Oh, that's not bad. Pretty damn good. Oh, that's really good. I take an 83. Yeah. 83 at the Monolani South Course with wind blowing. I'll take it any day. Okay. PGA, PGA look out. Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> Where's the Bahama Mama? Oh, we're, we're, we're working on it. Kyle Clay, working on it. They're working on it. <laughs> anyway, how you been but living, I, I, Jake? 
Oh, you know, been living the life here. Uh, you can't really see. I wish I could turn the camera around. There's a. Let me let me try this. We do birds chirping in the background. Man, we there we go. Two weeks in a row. There's we a, were whoa. Okay, I see you. There's You're a golf course right there. There's a hole right there. Every night, six o'clock. Nobody's out here. We just go out there and chip. Man, for like an you're hour. getting he's a whole the, lot of middle fingers right now. Yeah, he uh, he's got the life. <laughs> yeah, Eating Hawaii know, all sure. week. Fly back in. Cars ready to go. <laughs> hop in and race on Saturday. <laughs> hey, there's nothing wrong with that. Hey. <laughs> oh, how the, that's, that's how the NASCAR guys do it, right? I know, right? Uh, <laughs> well, well, we're not letting I you go to receive Bahama Mama. Oh, what? Uh, well. Uh, Oh, well, I was to say, I got to go get ready for this luau where I'm going to go drink all you can drink blue Hawaiians. Whose idea was and it to let them on here? Oh, oh, thank you. Thank you. Wow. Oh, look at that. Like that has got service, bike. too. Here we go. Wow. Yep. There here we, we go. go. Here. We got our Bahamas. Cheers home. to uh, Mark, Scott, Kyle, Ray, John, even you. Uh, who else is watching? Scott Miller. Oh, you guys. Here we go. Mm -hmm. There you go. That's just not well, nice. Well, you enjoy your luau, and uh, <laughs> we're gonna we'll go hold down the fort in the sand. We'll hold down the fort here. <laughs> All right, buddy. Good to hear from okay, you. Guys. Stay, stay well, safe out we'll there. see you guys later. We'll, we will. We'll see everybody at the track on Saturday. I have a red eye flight Thursday night at eight o'clock, and then arrive in Denver at seven in the morning. So, yeah, and then going right to the track. There you go. We're gonna need some energy <laughs> drinks. Kyle, I'm laughing your ass this weekend. Hey, you know what? I'm still going to enjoy this Bahama Mama real nice. <laughs> Add an insult to injury over here. All right, Jake. Take it easy, buddy. Have fun. All right. See you guys. Later. Wow. All right. Um, uh, live on location two weeks in a row. You never know what the hell we're going to do on this podcast. He, so he, got he's, abs he's games got a, away. Yeah. He's got a bad case of the kids. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Yeah, we, I've never seen so many middle finger emojis on. The, I know, right? On the show, it and it ain't for us being horrible either. <laughs> All right, since uh, we messed up the whole citywide banks, give me some loving. I played the intro. Uh, banners, um, comment below. Uh, we'll kick back like we did last week, since we're way ahead of schedule on time, and you guys can uh, fire away at Jordan and I. Um, comments, questions whatever you want. So the floor Beat is it. yours. Yeah. <laughs> and if we don't get any, then we'll start making up stuff. Oh, gotta think who's it going to be, who's going to, who's going to be the first one. I'm going to bet Mark Remkamp. It's going to be the first question. Okay. I'll and, and FYI listeners, we're not going to answer what other class we'd want to run in. Cause I think it's two weeks in a row that we've answered that one. And I think the consensus is pro trucks. So, yeah, I'd run a pro track. What's your favorite color? Damn, I was wrong. All right, Jake, you can, or uh, Jordan, you can have that one. Oh, there <laughs> that, we go. That one? Yeah. Red. Red's my Red. favorite color. I was simple. Simple. <laughs> Any guesses what my favorite color is? I don't even have to answer I'm that gonna one. i go turquoise. Turquoise, pink, actually. No, pink. Orange. <laughs> uh, uh, right. Well, that was only one question. Maybe I'll ask Jordan a question. Hmm. Hello, Jim. Sideways Jim. Good to see you again. Slim. Um, question for Jordan. What do you got? On a scale oh, oh, of... We got one. We got one. Okay, let me ask mine, Carrie, and then we'll go. Uh, okay. Your anxiety level 
before the main event and we're up in the spotter stand, scale of one to 10, one being low, 10 being high. I say it's about a, about a seven. Seven. I say it's about a seven. It's close to an eight, seven to eight right in there. I, I, mm-hmm. I feel like I'm more nervous than anybody else up like, you know, especially Jake. Like, right. No, I, 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 I told you that. Like yeah. I, I'm more nervous I, for him than I am in the car. And I, and I do, I feel, I, I feel it. And, um, and, and it's a weird kind of feeling, you know, cause when you're, when you're driving or when you're actually playing sports, um, it was a different kind of nerves for me. It was more of an excitement nerves, but it's just like mm-hmm. straight up nerves. Like, shh, mm-hmm. I hope, come on, please just let us, let's just come home in one piece, make sure he's all right. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's that kind of nerves, you know, right. but I, I, and then once we get on the horn, I definitely don't show it to him. I definitely stay as calm as can be collective just that way i can focus and make sure that i'm doing what i need to do so yeah, yeah. good answer all but right yeah. go go to your go to your mom now here okay. carrie smith says most important part of s- sporting sporting or spotting spotting sporting she she, she gets into that she gets into <laughs> well, that Chuck's like, got the phone <laughs> yeah um well we'll assume you meant spotting we'll, we'll let her we'll let her rebuttal then and, and, and clarify, is it sporting or spotting? <laughs> All right, we'll, we'll, let, we'll come uh, back to it. We'll come back to it. Jordan can answer this one from Ray again. When is Jordan making his debut? Um, it's looking like this weekend. Um, dun, dun, dun. We got the phone call. Well, took, we yeah. had a couple parts come to our house um, last week. Took him down to the motor shop down at Western engine and he was waiting on pistons and they were supposed to come in. He said they got shipped and they were supposed to be here last Friday. So you piston, you're what? I piston. What? Who's cup? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I was hoping you were going to get that. Reference. Yeah, I got it. <laughs> um, so yeah. So uh, as of right now, no news is good news. We're, I mean, obviously it's, you couldn't throw it together in one day. You still had to bore it and do all the kinds of other things to it too. So um, we are, just wait and get the phone call. Really, we're yeah hoping either tomorrow or Thursday get the motor back and then dropping it in. We're gonna go practice on Friday, so I'll see my lovely mug out there on Friday. So fingers crossed. Still, we haven't you know like I said, we're still waiting to get that phone call, but it's looking like uh, this weekend. So yeah, it'll be real interesting. That's for sure. Yeah, fingers crossed. All right, fingers crossed. Clarify, your mom meant swatting. So swatting. Most, I feel like. There isn't a not important thing of spotting, right? You got to tell your driver who's around him, what's going on in front of him, behind him, the whole thing. So, I, yes, uh, the whole, yeah, <laughs> most, most important. I don't know if there is a. I I would say probably staying calm. You know what I mean? Like trying not yeah, to get like say. crazy on the horn and being emotional and everything else. I think you know that you. And, and I know that Jake's given us this feedback, and I don't know how it is for other drivers. You know what I mean? Like it might be a little bit different. Um, but just try it. He likes for us to have a calmer demeanor. So he does, you know, he can feel that sense that as we're talking to him. So, um, just giving him information as we see it and, you know, keeping him up to date, What's but just having a calmness, let him know. Uh, also give him like, Hey, you blew the corner. No, I mean, I don't necessarily say it like <laughs> that, but um, you, still, you, yeah, you blew that corner like hey getting get in a rhythm like just give him that reminder hey you're getting out of rhythm you know get back in your groove you know give him that co- hey that was really good that was good lap corner keep that rhythm you know like give him that confidence stuff like that i think that that goes a long way for him 
um, to stay in the stay in the mindset and whatnot. So um, we're yeah. getting some. Yeah, I'm, I'm not even reading them. I'm just uh, <laughs> all right. We're gonna try to. When we get like 50 at once, it's hard to keep up. Um, (laughs) Let's see. Mark, uh, we answered uh, Johnny Berardi's question with, uh, is your car ready? Uh, So we'll go to Mark here. What do you think of that bastard flag guy abusing the power of a flag? Uh, Who are you? Are you referencing the guy at the all-star race? Or I'm I'm not quite sure. um, I don't think it was the flag man's fault. I think it was the race director. But again, we won't beat a dead horse. I think it was premature. And that's. That's it. Uh, I could say something right now, but I'm not going to. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. We got one from, I don't think I skipped anyone else. Uh, Kyle Clegg here. You got it, Jordan. Okay. Would you guys support an impound night at CNS? Qualif- uh, qualify, leave your stuff in the infield and race. Ooh. Leave stuff in the infield and race. Wow. Ah, that's interesting. I don't go ahead. I, I gotta ponder that one for a second. Uh so obviously meaning you know, no a uh, no adjustments after qualifying, right? Which other than air pressure, I unless you're terrible in qualifying. I mean, I a local track like that, I mean, maybe we don't do it this way, but we're not making yard sale changes after qualifying, right? Like you no, make maybe make some air pressure adjustments. Maybe if it was a little loose, a little tight, might make a little adjustment here or there. But the nights, you know, the track's going to change from qualifying. <clears throat> it's only going to get cooler. Um, you know, you got all those things. So, I mean, I, I'm open to try it, right? I mean, I don't see what other than fuel maybe um, because, I don't know, some guys might not run a full tank of qualifying uh, to get, you know, the weight maybe down a little bit. I don't know. Um yeah, I mean, I'm I'm open to the idea. I don't mind it. Sure. It'd be interesting. I mean, if you're talking just a heat race, then mm, sure. But if it like like a night this like this weekend where we have like a double header, so to speak, that could be really interesting. At least, well, for the, at, least got, yeah. for the first, at least for the first race, and then yeah. you know for the second one, you can make adjustments after the first main. That, that well, could go uh, wrenching things, but yeah, and getting into the weeds here, Kyle Clegg. You know how are how are we gonna? You know, obviously, I don't think we need twenty Grand American modified sitting on the infield the whole yeah. time, right? We'd have to take them back to the pits, and then who's gonna officiate that no one touches their car? That might be a little. Um, you just have to take them down, go directly yeah, down. just go to tech, I guess. Just go right past tech and then along the wall there to go out towards the track. Yeah. Just park them, mm-hmm. and then you just no, I mean, them. hey. It'd be, inter- oh, oh, it'd be interesting. It'd be interesting. Yeah. That's for sure. I don't know yeah, if I'd I mean, be one hundred percent for it, but it would it would be it would be quite interesting to tell you the truth. Yeah, I mean, because then you'd have to play the strategy game. Okay, like, do I bump up my tire pressure for qualifying right. or leave them kind of low right. for a main? I mean, yeah. I mean, I right. think that would create another uh, puzzle piece to the to the big puzzle there. So. Yeah. I, that's too much for my brain, man. No, I'm just going to say no. <laughs> it's like the all-star race. I'm like, wait, so if you finish here, you start here. Anyway, uh, let's see. We had one from uh, Mr. Scott Bremkamp. There we go. Uh, what safety gear do you not have that you feel would be great to add? Uh, to ask me and George that question is the wrong uh, because we basically have every single piece of safety equipment because the thought of being trapped in a car while it's on fire um, is not um, – 
something that we uh, we want to even discuss. So I feel like. I mean, I don't I don't think there's really anything that I could call out that we would necessarily need. I, I, mean, I assume he's talking about like the driver, not the, right. It's only so much you can do with the car. Right. But right. I mean, well, I mean, you know, they got the door pads, you got pads on all the bars. You got the fire mm -hmm. um, suppression suppression system. And all yeah, that that's stuff. I guess that is something that I don't have. But um, um, I mean, for for our class and I mean. And we have, I don't, I don't really think so. No, I wouldn't say there would be anything off the top of my head. No, I wouldn't say there's anything that I could think of right away. That would be safety wise. That would be needed. Yeah. The only, I guess the only thing, if I had to answer, I, I wouldn't mind um, purchasing the uh, Hans quick connect things that you have just to yeah, try I love them that out. Thing. Yeah. I um, really do like that thing. Yeah. Sometimes, especially in the legend car, Cause that headrest to the right, like it's hard to get that guy on your right, right hand side. And um, I know yeah. everybody, when they get in their cars, everybody's different. Some guys put their helmets and stuff on before they even get in the car. Yeah. For me, right. I, I get in, I don't even strap anything. The first thing that goes on is Hans and then my helmet goes on and then I'm putting my, my yeah. stuff on and then I'm strapping in. So, right. Well, I'm just thinking like, right. Mer and then emergency situation. Emergency to get the hell out. Yeah. It is really nice. The quick release system. Cause I bought the, it was the Simpson one. And I think Kyle has this on his helmet too. It's just the little straps that run from the Hans up to your, you can Velcro them to your chin. And then, yeah. And in any given situation, if you need to move your head, you just pop them and then put your head for it real quick. And then it's loose. So, yeah. Um, so yeah, I really do. I really do like that. Um, how that about legs braces really and such? Uh, I don't think in a legend car that would, I don't know. I guess I, I'm not going to knock it till I will like try it, but I feel like I'm not going to go. I'm sure they're pre pretty pricey. So I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't necessarily say, I mean, John Seeley might be able to help us out with this one since he yeah. had an an incident with his legs. Um, I don't think they're necessarily needed. You know, I, I think those are, I, I think when it comes to safety gear, I think of just like vital stuff. You know what I mean? Like make right. sure that you're just safety wise. That I think those are additives. And if you feel comfortable, because some guys might just not feel comfortable having that between their legs or something like that. You know, because yeah, I, I in, in our seats, in Jake and I's the full containment seats, we have the leg braces that go off. Yeah, and they tuck really close to your knees. But I don't have the one that goes between your legs. And I think that in a push or shove situation, I would kind of. I just wouldn't want to be fumbling around with that, get my leg caught or some situation with that between my legs. I think it just mentally would screw with me. So I, I yeah, I don't, I don't know. It, yeah. it, it could be different for every driver, but I don't think it's 100% a necessity. No. Well, I, in the legend cars, it's not going to work because no. suicide doors, we can't get in. We have a hard enough time getting in uh, the right. thing. So uh, next one to you, George, from Mr. Johnny Berardi. Uh, what do you think of putting the fast cars in the back of the main, like, they used to do and work your way up to the front. We've had this We've had this on a couple times. Uh, talked about this, and I. The more and more I've thought about it and having conversations with people, it would it would be it's kind of changed my mind because I was always a proponent for if you're fast, you qualify, you should be rewarded for it. But at the same time, I think you know they're talking about forcing guys to the back and making them work their way up front. I. I know, that like other times, we talked about this too. Give them, give them some sort of incentive to do that. Give them the option. You know, if you want to stay up front, then fine. But we'll give you an extra five hundred bucks if you start in the back and you win it. 
Absolutely. Yeah, that'd be kind of cool. Uh, and and I agree. I think it, it makes for better racing, but um, there's also, um, y- you know, just like what's in it for me at that point. You know what I mean? Like right. forcing somebody to go to the back just because you want to make it more entertaining for the fans. I mean, that's not necessarily fair for a driver who's worked their butt off. Yeah. versus a guy who's in the rear who just literally loads the car up and then loads <laughs> it the very next week. Right. Do you know what I mean? Like it, it, in, in, in fairness at that speak, like why should I suffer and have to start behind these guys? I mean, obviously to make for a better show, I totally get that. But like I earned my right to be up front at that point. Like I busted my ass and I qualified up front and I ran quick time. Yeah. Why should I be forced to go to the rear? But if you give them the incentive or the option to do it, then that's a different story. So, Mm -hmm. and I know we've, like I said, we've talked about that, but that's just my feeling on it. Like, I I think it'd be cool for the fans and yeah, to to see what somebody can really do, but yeah, as a driver, yeah. To add on that, I feel like keep the, uh, whatever it is, what do you get? Do you get points right for qualifying quick time? Uh, I believe. Yeah. Um, it's like two, I think it's one or two, something like that. So keep that. Like George said, throw 500 bucks out there, make a show for, the fans and make it worthwhile um, and give them the option. Right. Like you just said, don't, don't force it. Be like, Hey, here's a $500 if you want, if not, go ahead. Um, yeah. Great question. Oh, yeah. pass it back to your mom again. And I don't mean that as a joke. Um, <laughs> soft walls. Uh, I, um, this is the part where I wish NASCAR would get involved. They got the money to help out all the local tracks to pay for it, to put them in. Do I think it needs to be instituted? Hell yeah. Because I know as well as like a lot of people, I've seen some pretty nasty wrecks out at that track. People just going full bore into those concrete walls and getting majorly hurt and messing up some hardcore equipment. And it's more just getting hurt than anything else. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think soft walls. Yeah. Hell yeah. And that's where I think that NASCAR, if you're a part of the NASCAR weekly series, you should be getting some help. Yeah. Not just well, being like, I saw they uh, did a vote or something the other day on Facebook and they gave, I can't even remember the track. Maybe Brian Sanders knows um, like $50,000 or something for a track. They got the money. Yeah. They got the money. They spent how much money putting that, that freaking little teeny track in the Coliseum. And then it was gone in a week and a half. Yeah. Or Bristol dirt. I mean, yeah, you got right. Take the money that you you spent on Bristol dirt, take away that stupid race and put it into local short tracks that are NASCAR sanctioned. Next, NASCAR sanctioned local tracks should, I, I think, that, yeah, I think it yeah. should, it should and we be. We talked about it in the green flag, black flag. Safety is, I mean, it's already a dangerous Huge. enough sport, right? Let's let's try to make it as safe. Yeah, good uh, exactly. Good question, Kerry. Uh, next one. Kyle Clegg, sorry you had to ask it twice. I promise I didn't skip over you. Choose cone on restarts. That would be cool. Hell yeah. I, I'd, I'd be I'd be down for that. That would be yeah, that would actually sure. be pretty cool. Because it would I, make I, the spotter's job harder. Like, okay. <laughs> yeah. If you're if you're second on second row on back, like, okay, do you choose inside, outside? But no, I say bring it on. I mean, yeah, it'd definitely be some strategy going on. And it would just make it more exciting, to yeah. be honest with you. I mean, if you're hooked up up top and you feel like you can get a better jump and you know, yeah. it's cars working up there, then right. go up. You should be have the ability to choose. Yeah, and if and if you know, we're gonna continue to have ghost cautions, right? We'll <laughs> make it make it throw a ghost caution and then implement the choose cone for the last uh, restart. There you go. Make it up a little bit. I'd be down those for people that. that maybe were in fifth can now have the opportunity to start second, maybe finish there. Who knows what the hell could happen? I I, I like it. Right. Yeah. I mean, you you never know. You could you could go from eighth to third. 
mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, just by a chest yeah, bone. Exactly. So yeah, no, I, I, thumbs up. Hey, we, we get all the good ideas and we uh, talk about them, but none ever happens. I've distributed a couple of ideas in recent <laughs> weeks and I've gotten shot down. I'll tell you that right yeah. now. No one reads my emails, so I just podcast now. I've had <laughs> face-to-face conversations Oh, and got the, oh, okay. And then that was it. Oh, yeah, yeah, I know it's exactly what you're talking You know about. what I'm talking about. We talk yeah, about we, it. Yeah. yeah, we talked about it on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Maybe, uh, maybe if we keep saying it every week. Um, I'm going to keep pushing it. Drivers out there, who wants an intro? Who wants a who wants an intro and uh, the cars to be out on the track like they do for Arca? That's what we're talking about. Yeah, so, okay, I'll just throw it out there. So I went up and proposed a question about, because uh, the games were the first heat race, right? So I said, hey, Dumb. Um, why not bring them out? Before the national anthem starts, have them all come out on the front straight away and just sit there and then do the national anthem. And whoever sings the national anthem, they get to say, driver, start your engines. And you all fire them up. You know, you don't even have to do intros. Just just something as simple as that. And just yeah. get the people excited about just a heat race. Yeah. But, yeah, I kind of got looked at funny for saying that. So. I, it needs to happen. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's just. Anyway. I tried. I tried. Yeah, hey, we'll keep trying, and maybe uh, they'll get, they'll either ignore us or uh, do it. So that's our options. Um, thank you for the clarification there, Kyle. No points awarded for qualifying. Um, all right, Ray Duncan again. Jordan, let you take who's it since you're driving. Spotting for you. Ah, who's spotting for you this weekend was the question. Um, so <laughs> it's funny we actually had this conversation this afternoon. Who would be spotting for us? So right now. Kerry Smith. <laughs> it's gonna be this guy um right now who will be uh who will be spotting for me. And then uh the old man is going to take on the duties for handling Jake. So that is the that's the plan at the moment, and then we'll see if, if that changes. Yeah, Carrie Smith. <laughs> no, no way. Yeah, the mom's uh whew. I can't, no. I mean, there you go, Jim. Yeah, Jim Doug. You, yeah, spot from uh, He's in got the me. track. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. we're gonna. Yeah, we, we got double mains, bro. So unless you don't want to run, then sure. <laughs> yeah, there you go. No, it'll be uh, it'll be my second time spotting alone. So I look forward to that, and um, you know, hearing hearing Jordan on the radio, and also helping spot. Yep. Um, I think I got it. So yeah, it'll be in good we'll hands. Have- We'll have a couple more familiar faces out there helping us this weekend. We're going to have Mr. Greg Dryling, who just commented. He's going to, he was gracious enough to come, um, come help us out this weekend. And uh, Mr. Perry White, hey. the old owner for I-25, he's going to come out and uh, he's going to be kind of my, my hoorah guy. <laughs> <laughs> my motivator, more or less, anything hey, else. You need so, yeah, we, just as many hands as we can get carrying yeah. two cars and it's going to be hard enough, so. Yeah, especially yeah. since I'm not going to be doing my duties, I'm it's going to feel a little awkward at first, but it's going to be fun. We'll be all right. Yeah, no, we don't have Brian up there to to tell us what we're doing wrong. So I know I got to hand over my headset. Hey, we'll uh, we'll try to do our best there, Mr. Sanders, and not let you down. So hopefully, on the next week's podcast, we don't have to talk about damn spotters or something like that. So right. uh, what else we got? I think that was it. Is that about it? Uh, Going back so. through. Hey, good segment. Uh, yeah. And uh, Mark Brimcamp, to answer your question, yes, I would love to see you do the truffle shuffle anytime. 
What? Not, not, he said, uh, should the flag man at CNS do the truffle shuffle when he sends drivers to the rear? <laughs> I think you should do the truffle shuffle before each heat race and main event. It doesn't have to be just do it. Bust a move. I'm going to. That's entertaining. We're talking about it. I'm going to post a video, and this, this was a couple years ago that I saw this or found this on Facebook. But I'm going to post a video to our Scrub and Tires podcast page, and I'm going to tag Mr. Mark Grimcam. It was of a dry, of a flag man. It was a dirt dirt race somewhere. I don't even know. And coming to the green flag, this guy, I'm just going to – he's up on one leg, hopping, pointing. Don't hurt And yourself. then they come, and then he's like humping the air <laughs> as he's waving the green flag. It was mm. so funny. Mark, there is a 12-pack of whatever beer you choose <laughs> if, if you, you do, do that, that. If you do that, I will give you whatever. Yeah, like that man just said, I will give you whatever 12-pack you want. Yeah, my hand to God, <laughs> if, I, if, I, if I see it myself or see a video live at a race-sanctioned event at CNS, I will buy you a 12-pack of whatever you uh, so choose. I will post that the would, video so that way you can see the exact movement I need you to replicate. <laughs> that would be – there's enough room up in that flag stand. <laughs> I'm in. That would be great. Oh, <laughs> Flag man. man chicken dance during intermission. Yes. <laughs> we get all these ideas. <laughs> it's good love it. All right. We'll take one last one and then we'll move on from uh, Mr. Sideways Slim Jim Doug. How do I hang out with the cool kids more? <laughs> Come on down. He, is he talking about us? Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, you know what we do. Uh, Tuesdays are a little busy, obviously, but uh, we need to get him on here. We, I think we've been talking mm -hmm. about that. Uh, yeah. Um, but yeah, Tuesdays are a little busy. Um, but other than that, I feel like working on race cars. So yeah, pretty probably what you're doing down there in the spring. So everybody, um, yeah, these guys go to a lot of abs games. Um, yeah, just hit us up. You want to hang out? Yeah. Speaking of that, went to the uh, Luke Combs Cody Johnson concert on Saturday. That was pretty damn good. Oh, dude, I had an opportunity to go to that, and I was like, man, I really don't want to go sit out in the cold. Man. But oh, it was beautiful. I know. By so, the time it started, from what I heard, it was like it, it was, was fine. Fantastic. And I screwed the pooch. Should have went. Yeah. I've been wanting was, to go see Cody Johnson for so long. I love yeah. that dude. And it was like third time seeing him. Something like that. <sighs> Doesn't disappoint. He's awesome. I saw uh, Luke Combs at the uh, Daytona intro show, and uh, he did not disappoint either. It was really good. Really good concert. Yeah. So jealous. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you all for uh, tuning in on that segment. Give me some loving. Always uh, great feedback, questions, comments there. Um, all right. Well, shall we? Uh, oh, we've got uh, Braxton Dewey shout out. Oh, yeah. My apologies. I believe he won um, a points uh, or not a points, a championship. I. It's like I said, it's it's so hard to keep up with all the, the driving that that man does um, on iRacing. But I believe he won a championship, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, his dad posted on the fan page the other day. Uh, so congratulations, Mr. Deweese. Um, he's a shoe in the old iRacing, which we have not been doing enough of. Um, I hopped on Saturday, Saturday night, I think for about an hour. It was a little rough. I haven't done it in a while. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I love it. I want to, but it's just like, man, by the time you set up the car during the week and do yeah. all the things, other obligations, it's like, man, I am dead tired and it's nine o'clock i didn't and, even get uh, to a race i just i was just practicing and yeah and then yeah. you get on there with ian clark and mark brimkamp and they'll straight wear you out on that thing you're like man i <laughs> suck next thing so, you know it's three in the morning 
<laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like, oh, you have to set a timer when you get on with those guys. It's like Whoops. midnight. I got to go to bed. Uh, anyway, uh, good segment, guys. Appreciate the love there, Jim. Um, yeah. All right. Jordan, lead the way, buddy. All right. Well, so now we're going to look at the weekend coming up. Got more Memorial Day weekend coming up here. Memorial Day. Memorial Day. <laughs> so Saturday, uh, May 28th, you have the Candlewood Suites Home Away From Home. Um, it is going to be the Pro Truck Special, the GAM Special, the Figure Eights, and Fireworks. Fireworks. So we only got three, um, three series running on Saturday. Um, then on Sunday, you have the Rock and Roll Brewery Race Cars and Guitars, which is the Late Models, Legends, Bandos, uh, Pure Stocks, Trains, and Fireworks. Gosh, man, oh, that's fireworks. five series going on that night. What the? Oh, yeah. We better start at noon. But I did see that. I saw CNS posted with the Rock and Roll Brewery race. Um, you sign up, you have a chance to win a guitar. I saw that. Beautiful guitar, I'm, too. You should definitely I'm, be in on that. I was going to say, I'm going to have to go sign my name. because that. Thing do you know how to play the electric guitar or just acoustic? Oh, I can do them both. Yeah, I used to have an electric. I used to have the whole setup, and then I, I acoustic's yeah. my thing. I just love acoustic. You can take it anywhere. Versus yeah. electric, you gotta have you gotta yeah, have an amp, amp and plug in and all that stuff. You gotta have electricity. Like, yeah, can't play that while I'm out in the camper. So hey, we'll uh, <laughs> we'll we'll say this: if Jordan wins that guitar, he'll play live at a race. That's I, I will do that. Yeah. Man's so got a, man's got a, a some voice a voice box on him. <laughs> what, what's what's uh what's that movie Step some Brothers? You I know you do. Voice of an angel. Yeah, there you go. It's like uh, <laughs> I was at front row at a Led Zeppelin concert or oh, yeah. whatever he said. Leonard Skinner. <laughs> Leonard Skinner. There you go. <laughs> and I was I was uh, what do you say? I was drunk. I something drunk. I was. Yeah, oh, great was movie. Funny. I feel like we referenced that every podcast, but yeah, all of them. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, I won't get this one um, wrong this time. Let's hear from our other presenting partner, um, Town and Country, uh, Alamosa. Um, speaking of that, uh, Michael Ann just got a beautiful new uh, Jeep um, from yours truly, Town and Country. So, again, looking to buy, sell a car instead of a home this time. Got you hooked up as well. So, here you go. I think it's time you trade in that old truck. SUV, car, or all three if you got them for something new. What do you say? I mean, come on, people. It's 2022. Before you do, though, go check out our friends and presenting sponsor, Town & Country Alamosa. Their experienced staff and years of expertise satisfying customer after customer will change the way you purchase new or used vehicles. Don't believe me? Give them a call at 719-587-1800 or visit www.townandcountryalamosa.com and experience their unmatched customer service firsthand. Don't forget to tell them the Scrub and Tires podcast sent you. You know what I think, Jordan? I feel like um, I've been going back and forth. Um, my truck's paid off, but that uh, ZR2 that uh, is in that commercial there, that, that mm-hmm. Chevy Silverado ZR2. Mm-hmm. Damn it, boy. Mm-hmm. That is... Uh, it just comes down to this. Yeah. Expensive. <laughs> fully loaded uh, oh. 90 grand or whatever. I mean, it, but hey, you know, if, if you got it, spend it. I would oh. love to have one. If I had or that Ford auto, Bronco, I mean, dude, you can't go wrong there. I don't even want to go go there with the Ford Broncos. Those things are, I think we've talked about this before. Yeah. How you drive it off the, you know, you spend $100,000 on it, you drive it off the lot, and you instantly just piss away like 40 grand. 
Yep. Yeah. That's uh that's yeah. any new car, but hey, they have used too. Yeah. If someone used. does that and they're like, oh damn, I can't afford this anyway, then you can go in and get it cheaper. And then there you go. Yeah. So never know what's gonna happen. But yeah, I uh often find myself thinking about a brand new ZR2. But anyway. Oh man, I'd love it. Would love yeah. it. If I won the lotto, that definitely be parked out front. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. With yeah. it. And then, a, and then a toter and a stacker trailer. <laughs> right. Yeah. A couple backup cars. Yeah. And then you'd be, looking, you'd be, we'd be all be talking about plans for a new race. I mean, no, we're not going to go there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Be the scrubbing tires speedway. So yeah, there you go. Anyway. Uh, we There'd be two. Going, right? There'd be a dirt track. And Absolutely. An a quarter midget track. Everything. We got yep. it. We got you. Just give us some money and we will. Yeah. Uh, all right. Rack them up segment um, for this week. Um, you guys know how it works. Four points for choosing the correct winner. Two points for choosing the remaining four drivers in the top five of the upcoming race. Uh, for the first time ever, we had a three-way tie uh, for last week's all-star race. And uh, obviously, we, we gave Jordan a hard time and, and picked picks for him. But he actually did put his picks in. And uh, we had a three-way tie. So Jake and Jordan got two points for uh, picking uh, Denny Hamlin. Uh, obviously finished second. And then I picked uh, Ryan Blaney to finish fifth, although he won the race. I don't get four points because he didn't win the race. He just finished in the top five. So we all got two points across the board. So cheers to you, buddy. And I'm sure cheers. Jake Jake is doing the same thing, but. I'm empty. Yeah, well, here you go. Here's another <laughs> one. Pass it through the screen. Uh, <laughs> we can make a TikTok. I'll throw it at you and you can catch it. There you go. Uh, anyway, so we, we, they are at the, uh, Charlotte Motor Speedway this weekend for uh, the Coca-Cola 600, the longest race of the NASCAR schedule on the year. Also Love the it. Indy 500 uh, on Sunday. But regardless, uh, I'll go first here with my uh, top five and winner, of course. Uh, so fifth place, I'm going to choose Ross, Ross Chastain because um, he's just in the top five all the time and winning Winning races are already won two of them at different, you know, road course, super speedway. So why not check off a mile and a half? Um, I got Denny Hamlin coming in fourth just because the JGR guys are running extremely well right now. Uh, third place, Kyle Larson. You'd be dumb not to put him in your top five anywhere they go. Second place, Kyle Busch, um, leading, uh, leaning on that JGR um, hot streak right now. And I, Looking at the statistics of Charlotte, past Charlotte races, excluding the Roval, um, Chase Elliott's always just been right there, top four, top five. Um, I think he had a really good car at Texas uh, this last weekend. Regardless if it's an all-star race or whatnot, it's a true testament to another mile and a half where their mile and a half program is. So I'm going to go with my boy, Engine Engine number nine, to win the uh, Coke 600. Huh. All right. <laughs> No, that's some good choices. Um, I'm gonna. Do, I'm a little bit similar. Uh, I got coming in fifth. I got uh, Young Money. I got Larson, and then fourth, I got Ross Chastain. Just because, like you said, it seems like he's just running up front no matter what. Uh, third, I got Kurt Busch, and then second, I got Kyle Busch, just as you. And then I got the winner being Mr. Denny Hamlin. I think uh, Mr. Pissy Pants is gonna <laughs> put on a show for us here this weekend. So. Hey, he's fast. And the the Toyotas are no, coming on, so. and that's it. I think mean, just you know, looking at the track record and and you know, seeing what they were doing at at Texas and stuff, I think that. And he's kind of due, 
more or less to have a, a true like Denny Hamlin race. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like one where he just kind of he's up front and he's running up front and then he finally he just dominates towards the end of the race. And being that this race is so long, mm-hmm. um, goes from day to night and then it stays in well right. into the night that I think that this is up where his and his team are at. I think they'll just continue. Yeah. Just well, and so the other thing factored in all these is, is pit crews, right? Because right. <clears throat> I don't know how many pit stops are going to do probably in the double digits throughout the course of 600 miles. So <clears throat> pit stops got to be on point. Can't be making mistakes. You can get in trouble early, like a pit road speeding or, you know, too many men over um, the wall or yada, yada. But yep. in those late stages, you cannot afford to, uh, to have your your guys on pit road make mistakes so right yeah uh unfortunately we'll be at the racetrack won't be able to to watch it uh, maybe we throw it up on the phone in the trailer or something but um yeah i i enjoy it and i, I like it because it's memorial day and, and we're all yeah. very patriotic what nascar does for the military past present future is unmatched in my opinion um you know the nfl tries to emulate that during the whole uh military appreciation month i guess yeah uh but and that's cool i'm not saying it's not but just the amount of patriotism shown throughout you know the coca-cola 600 weekend you know having the the fallen uh members of the military on the on the brow of the cars yeah. really cool you know it's it's about them that weekend and not and not the drivers so um really like and that it, and it's such an iconic weekend is there anybody oh, yeah. doing double duty that we know of as far as doing the cup race and the Indy 500. Is there, is there anybody that you've heard? I haven't heard anybody. No, I haven't heard any talks. The last one I thought was going to try that was uh Kurt Busch. And this was yeah. years ago, but no, I, and there you go. Brian Sanders would know more than I nope. would, but uh, is Kyle Clegg saying he's doing it or is he waving by? <laughs> <laughs> All right, go. buddy. CNS. <laughs> Indy, yeah coca-cola yeah private right. jet that's what All right. i'll come be your spotter <laughs> yeah there you go uh him and eggleston are oh are they wait i'm confused we'll get clarification all right anyway um i did yeah. see i did see jimmy johnson was up the top of the board at the indy 500 yeah i did practicing and stuff like 200 for him 20 some odd mile an hour i'm like, like two, i think it was like 230 yeah he, he was moving yeah Good, good for him. For him. He, yeah, he owes for him. he he or not he he doesn't owe anybody. He uh, deserves to uh, do well in the Indy car. I mean, to walk away from NASCAR, all the the history and stats there, and then to yeah. it's not easy, obviously. But uh, wish him uh, he'll get a win. I feel like if he sticks with it. I mean, it's just those guys are so talented over there. Not to say NASCAR's not, but no, uh, it's just it. It's different style, different car, different everything. I mean, it's, it, you can't just necessarily jump into and expect to have results right away. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? I mean, it, it, it was going to take him some time. And he's, I mean, like you said, he's seven, seven time, Mr. Seven time. time. Three so of them. It, it's bound to happen. I hope, could you imagine if he went out and won that race? So oh. Oh, that'd be awesome. That'd be awesome. I love Jimmy yeah. Johnson personally. Yeah. I think he's an amazing guy. I, the dude's got some. I, I, all world talent I mean, mm-hmm. for him to win five championships in a row. That just, he didn't just back into that sort of speech. Yeah. Like, yeah. Th- yeah. They had Especially it going through on. all the, the changes of cars throughout that era. 
And they tried everything to basically take that away from him. They were yeah. changing up rules and how <laughs> the how the format of the playoffs go and everything like that, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And, and, and all because of him. Yeah. So good luck, JJ, this weekend. Go get it yep. done. All right. Well, uh, let's hear from our final uh, presenting partner tonight, the Epilepsy Foundation, and we'll get into a preview of next week. Yeah. Volunteers are an important part of what we do at the Epilepsy Foundation. There are opportunities for people to advocate, spread awareness, help organize events, help us fulfill our mission through programming and research, and help us fundraise. If you're interested in volunteering at the Epilepsy Foundation, email us at contactus at efa.org. We look forward to getting you involved. And real, and real quick, speaking of the Epilepsy Foundation, um, June 12th is a Sunday in coming up in, well, yeah, in a couple weeks here. Um, they have the end of uh, the walk to end epilepsy in downtown Denver over by the zoo. It's going to be in city park. Uh, it's awesome. We've been going for, Oh God, I think it's been 10 years. Ever since my, my cousin was diagnosed, we started doing this walk every single year. And this year we reached out to them and they are going to allow us to have the race car out there at the start finish line. So, uh, if anybody come on out that Sunday, it's for a couple hours for a great cause, you know, come out, hang out with us. We're purple. Well, we're purple. Even if you don't run in the race, just just come chit chat with us. Um, me, Jake, the whole Smith family crew. We got people coming in from out of town that are going to be there. So it's always a fun event. It's it's a lot of fun. They have face painting and all kinds of stuff for kids and whatnot. So it's it's a great it's a great event. And it's I mean, it's right next to the zoo and it's always a lot of fun. It's for, you know, just for the morning, you know, usually out of there by like noon or so. It starts at eight. So, um, yeah, if anybody wants to come on down, we'll have the race car down there and be. Yeah signing you know autographs and kissing babies and everything else <laughs> so. every time <laughs> but uh, anyways well reach that time we've reached that time but we're going to give a little preview into next week's segment next week's show and it is that time we were going to do it this week but since jake was out of town uh we saved this one for next week but we have a special guest coming on. I love this time of year. We got every other week we got somebody to talk to. Uh, but drum roll, please. Well, we announced it next, last week while you were at the Habs game. Oh, you did? Oh. Yeah. But either way, we can do drum roll yeah. again for the second time. Okay. Yeah. We're going to have Brian Sanders on. So there you go. That'd be good to get it good to, uh, and well, and I guess, yeah, I didn't give my opinion on it, but uh, it'll well, be fun to talk to. The floor to is yours, sir. We get to uh, pick his brain a little bit. Um, I know I've had some pretty good conversations with him up there in the spotter stand the last uh, last year or so. So I'm um, looking forward to hearing more about the stories and, and the places he's been and the people he's been around and whatnot. So it's uh, and anybody that we really talk to, we always have a good conversation and and it's good to hear, uh, y- you know, everybody's beginnings and everything like that. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, so it's, it's it's such a great time. I look forward to this every single time that we have somebody on a special guest. So. Yeah, so that's our next episode, episode 36. So stay episode tuned next 36. Tuesday. Yep. And uh, on on that note, we'll have plenty of uh, local racing, right, to talk about. We'll have lots. It'll probably just the whole, whole, you know, we'll probably have to do that at the beginning part. Right. There's something. <laughs> There'll be some sort of drama, guaranteed. Right. 
Yeah, oh, guaranteed. Yeah. Bound to happen. Um, well, we got what every class running except for super stocks. Super stocks. Yeah, I mean, I think that's it. Uh, yeah. Oh, the super lates don't run, I guess. But well, we have. Um, yeah, basically ninety five percent of the classes run. Um, we'll be there. So yeah, we're gonna have something to talk about, good or bad or in between. Um, it's gonna be a long episode, so grab your popcorn and uh, grab a couple beers and, and join us next Tuesday at seven thirty, of course. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that uh, that comes, I guess, to a screeching halt on this episode. So. Thanks everybody for yes. Go abs tomorrow. Go um, abs. The, uh, oh yeah, get, I can't. I can't even explain. They win this one. They're going to the finals. Yeah, going to the conference finals. It'll be the first time since two thousand. Oh, conference finals. I thought they were in the big show. If they no com- conference finals, and then they'll if they win the conference finals, which it, Edmonton and Calgary are in the uh, in the the other. Uh, the other division. second round division, yeah, they're in the other division uh, round playoffs right now, and they're no slouch. But the Avs, if they can get past St. Louis, which I'm hoping that they do, um, they got a good chance of going to the finals. And then looks like right now that they might meet Tampa Bay in the uh, finals. Which look out, Oof, yeah. Tampa, Tampa Bay is no joke. Their goaltender, yeah. that I don't, and I don't mean it parade on hockey, but that dude has let in one goal on 200 shots. Hey, I'm not good at math, but that's like 99. Yeah, that's that's pretty good. <laughs> 99%. Yeah. So, uh, but anyways, but all right. Yeah. Go abs. And uh, that's it for me. Hopefully yeah. see everybody out there this weekend. I'm looking forward to it. Um, yeah. If you guys aren't uh, out at the lake or doing something on uh, Memorial Day weekend, come hang out with us. We'll be there all weekend, Saturday and Sunday. Um, it's It's been fun. Um, a lot more people obviously know who we are, good or bad. Uh, yeah. and recognize us from the podcast and we, we talk a lot about the podcast every weekend and it's fun a lot of the times that's kind of how we get um more guests right um just chit-chatting with different drivers and whoever else you are uh like ryan sanders and and so on so uh yeah come talk about the podcast um love to see all your guys's uh faces out there we do have stickers kyle clegg um i don't know i gotta find them somewhere they're just little ones mm-hmm. um but uh, yeah, we can uh, try to try to work on that. Maybe we'll give some. We yeah, we want to implement um, not just giving away, but uh, having some trivia and stuff like that on. But trying to incorporate that um, into the shows and so, so on and so forth. But I know. yeah, I, I have four stickers to put on the race cars, but I made them too big, and we don't yeah. have any spot for them to put them. Exactly. Yeah, mine are just like little <laughs> tiny guys that I just have made. Mine but. are about the size of my head and we kind they of are massive. The they're like a yeah. primary sponsor i know guys but like shit <laughs> yeah but anyways yeah um c- come talk about the podcast talk about racing look forward to seeing all the drivers out there good luck to everyone um racing this weekend all the crews all the track officials looking forward to seeing you guys out there but yeah thanks for tuning in for another episode of the scrubbing tires podcast certainly appreciate all you guys do for us and uh, for sitting here li- listening to us for uh, two hours on on your excuse me Tuesday night, so that's uh, that's it for me, Jordan. Same here. Yeah, we'll He's see like, everybody no, at the racetrack. Shut up! I'm out of here. We're good. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, everybody. Have a good rest of your week. Get those race cars uh, tuned up, and uh, we'll see you guys on Saturday and Sunday. Yeah. Until next time, keep scrubbing those tires.
Door, quarter, clear, clear. All you, new leader. Checkers are out. Bring it home. Come on. On behalf of Jacob and Jordan Smith, Smith Family Racing, Brandon Hall Racing, and myself, Brandon Hall, we hope you enjoyed this week's episode of the Scrub and Tires Podcast. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram by searching the Scrub and Tires Podcast. Until next time, let's keep scrubbing them tires.